Hey everybody, it is Chilling Unicorn and this is going to be podcast number one, episode number one for my brand new uh, Sex and Swinging with Trying Unicorn. This is going to be a more traditional style podcast and uh, a little bit more long-winded than you might have caught me on YouTube or especially TikTok and uh, much more fucking vulgar, frankly, because I have been itching to get my voice back. I feel like Ariel, the little mermaid who got her voice stolen because I've been neutered by the, you know, social media censorship. And I have heard nothing but good things about the podcast world. So you're about to see me talk as though, you know, no one's going to get me in trouble. And like, no one knows what that's like, unless you're already on my fan page. So let's just move that to the side. I'm excited to get going. This episode is basically about what the fuck is a swinger, okay? What is a swinger? What is a swinger lifestyle? Are single people swingers? Are couples swingers? Whatever. Let me just break it down for you. There is a big misconception in the swinger lifestyle, which I will explain in a second, that there is only couples that swing, that they're, you know, couples go on dates with other couples and swap partners and, and that's how swinging is, is, is done. Now that is included in swinging, sure. Swinging also includes threesomes, foursomes, moresomes, you know, sixsomes. Sometimes there's a few couples that get together, right? That's also swinging. I like to say it this way. Unless you failed math, you it can't be just couples if you have threesomes, okay? Like you just, it can't be just couples. So I would really like to start on the right footing on this podcast to explain that in the swinger sex positive lifestyle, single people are not only welcome, they are essential to the, you know, functioning of this, this lifestyle. I mean, you can have as many couple swaps as you want, but that's just couple swapping. That's a very limited scope of what the swinging world actually offers. And uh, I'm certainly not um, looking down on that. That's a fantastic part of the lifestyle by forever. I mean, who doesn't want to go on a date with your partner to pick up other people and have exciting sex and go home and like have sex and think about it. And like, you know, it's just, it's so fucking exciting. So I'm not dissing that at all. I'm just saying I am a single woman unicorn in the lifestyle, which means that I am, you know, in the, I'm not unpartnered and I'm looking for threesomes or I'm looking for orgies or one-on-one with single men or maybe even with women. So I'm looking for a wide spectrum of opportunity. And so that's why, you know, the lifestyle is much more broad than just couple swapping, right? So let's just get that out of the way. So what is the swinger lifestyle, the sex positive lifestyle? What I'm going to say, first of all, is that I am a street smart type of girl. Yes, I'm university educated, but I am more of a let me give you the lay of the land type of girl. I'm not going to give you a graph. I know this is a podcast, but I'm not going to give you, you know, cold, hard facts that like I've done some research on. That's just not my style. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is tell you how it, how it, it goes in my head and you can do with it what you will. Basically under this umbrella term of ethical non-monogamy, which is sometimes used the acronym of DNM and under that umbrella term, you'll find a lot of variation. So there could be on one side, like polyamorous. So that's people who have like multiple loves, multiple relationships, loving, caring, you know, um, you know, from what I understand, mostly without jealousy, like it's, it's an interesting um, world. And then there's, uh, there's people who swing, which is not polyamory, like that is people who don't necessarily have romantic par- partners outside of their partners, or even other, you know, sexual partners sometimes out of their partners, like they usually just or sorry, so they usually just 
stay within their partnership while they have sex with other people. Sometimes that's very, you know, that's very common. Some couples play only together, right? They would never split up and, and play separately. Some do play separately. I've had many couples, well, not many, a few, um, send me, you know, the woman would send me her husband after our first threesome to let him come into my house and fuck me when I needed to be fucked because she got off on it too. She got off on knowing she was like a wife of the fucking year, man. And, and like, I, we were, me and her were friends. Like it was fantastic. So I'm here to, you know, be proof that this lifestyle exists, that these people exist. And, uh, you know, don't take my word for it. I'll be introducing many voices to you in the course of this podcast uh, for you, because in this lifestyle specifically, people like their anonymity. And so I've had a hard time getting anybody to go on, on my YouTube, uh, you know, without their faces blurred. And so this is different. This is faceless. And, uh, and we're, I'm excited to explore what happens with that. So under the umbrella term, there's, you know, there's swinging polyamory. Um, there's all sorts of other things that I don't want to feel like I'm ever leaving people out. I'm just a girl with a limited perspective on life and I'm giving you what I see, right? But there is all sorts of ways to experience the lifestyle, but it's all kind of consistent with a basic value set of like sex is like okay to be part of like mainstream culture. Sex is okay to be talked about. Sex is okay to be joked about. Sex is okay to be present around us this is just a culture that we've adopted like a subculture and it's part of what we call the lifestyle and usually the l in lifestyle is capitalized and that's if you ever see it that way that's why because it's a real thing there's like secret you know codes that people like upside down pineapples is a symbol that you're a swinger you know there's black rings that you can wear there's all sorts of things and uh if you're an if you're an experienced swinger and you go around and you see somebody wearing an upside down pineapple you're gonna take notice and you're you may end up flirting with them in the grocery store you don't know this is how swingers work right it's kind of like this like secret society with like codes and stuff and you get to like be a part of it just by wanting to be you know and 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 yeah anyways so i am here to explain the swinger side so i am not currently polyamorous i actually don't subscribe to any uh relationship structure um i'm just i'm not gonna lie to you i don't follow the rules in life i make my own rules i have always been this way uh, you'll learn that real quick that I have not, I don't assimilate. I don't do things the way that people expect them to be done. And, uh, and I feel like it's hard to change that and not that I want to change that, but, um, that's just, you know, just so you know. So single men in the lifestyle are commonly referred to as single men, but they sometimes can be referred to as a bull, which is, you know, a single man that like usually is straight that comes into couples, um, and has sex with the wife or the girlfriend kind of thing. Um, apparently there's a word like dragon that is used to describe a bisexual single male who then might join couples that might be bisexual in nature. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of slang out there. You can always Google what I don't tell you. Now that you know, like swingers can be single males because you could have a, a couple, a male, female couple for the most part who wants to have another man come in and fuck his wife. Like that would be you know, there's two different variations of that. Usually there's a cuck variation where it's more of a, you know, the, the male partner sits back and watches his wife, you know, get fucked with like a guy with like a bigger dick or something while, you know, maybe even they're humiliating him by saying like, oh, it, they're stretching my vagina, you know, like they're like looking at him like it's bigger than yours. Like, yeah, some people, believe it or not, if you don't understand it, that's fine. But believe it or not, some people do get off on it. And it just is part of, uh, I think it's part of the degrading kink. And sorry i speak fast by the way degrading think i will get into all of these topics as time goes on there is so much to talk about but i'm gonna dial it back and i'm gonna bring it home 
and continue the topic of where we're going. There is also the other alternative, which I think is called like a stag and vixen, which is there's no humiliation at all. It's just sharing your 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 partner with another man for the sake of three people having a pleasure. So there's those, those variations uh, of single men. Single men are also, you know, with other single men. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an open fucking field. You're allowed to suck a dick, even if you identify as straight. Lots of fucking straight men do. Uh, let me be the first to confirm that. Um, and also, you know, straight men can also be here to fuck single women or multiple women or, or have, I'm not going to lie. Now what the, the guys that I know that are seasoned in this lifestyle, they can come to the club and pick up two women. They don't have just like the luck of like one woman or maybe two women back to back. No, they can pick up two women at the same time. Not only that, one of our friends in the pool on DTF night had three, three fucking women on his lap, one in front, like two on his lap, and every guy around was like starving in the pool. And it, it was like out of balance for sure. But what can you say? These were real dynamics with real friendships. And like, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's just that's how it goes. So you can be a very successful single person as a swinger in the sex positive lifestyle, as long as you're respectful, especially with couples and stuff. Um, you have to also respect their rules and boundaries, and they're all different, right? So you do have to you know, be cautious of, of that. But there's also room for, you know, trans people, whatever, uh, whatever you are on whatever spectrum you're invited and included in this very accepting and non-judgmental environment. The key there is non-judgmental environment. In the sex positive and swinger lifestyle, there is a slang term, which I will say I did hear first from Oasis Aqualad, which is my favorite sex club in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, and it is called Don't Yuck Somebody Else's Yum. Don't yuck someone else's yum. So if someone is like, you know, maybe somebody is, you know, not your body type. Somebody has a lot of pubic hair. Don't say, ooh, don't say, don't, just don't fuck them. Like, move on, you know, keep a straight face and move on. Um, You know, if you are around maybe, for example, people who are interested in the kinky uh, dynamic that you are not into, you are not supposed to be like, ooh, or, or, or look at them with shame or say anything. You're supposed to just like leave if you don't want to be around it. So it's one of those things where, you know, you really have to uh, to get on board with that value set with this lifestyle quickly, but it's not hard to do because once as a human, you feel what it's like to be accepted as you are, you realize how un- non-threatening everyone else can be when you give them the same power. So anyways, uh, yeah, so there's room for, uh, for single women. Absolutely. We're very coveted. Uh, like that's why they call them uh, unicorns is because like, they're so mythically rare to have a single woman who'd like want to fuck you and your partner. Um, especially because chemistry is needed for everybody. Right. So it's not just a guy, girl, it's a guy, girl, girl. So, you know, things can go awry. I'm not, I'm not lying. Things can go awry. And there's also couples, right? There's many couples that male, female, male, male, female, female, whatever the dynamic is, they can basically do this lifestyle as a couple. So they could be like a couple, for example, who comes and swaps with other couples and like has sex, you know, beside each other with each other's partners. Some people don't even go that far. Some people don't want to have sex with other people. Maybe they just want to suck some dick. Maybe they just want to eat a girl out because they never did it. And, you know, they weren't really allowed in their 20s to even want to, like, you know, by society. So now that, like, they're kind of, like, shedding all of this, you know, what the fuck is the point of these cultural, you know, things when, you know, who's really checking in on us anyways? You know, like, we're, we're really able to live our lives now. 
Um, and uh, yeah, so I think I'm the more and more I see is like these suburban housewives coming to suck some pussy. I'm telling you, people who are freshly divorced are coming in there and living their best fucking lives. And they're becoming like straight up, like, you know, crossing sexual boundaries they never did before, like, you know, finding themselves in, in group sex. They never even planned to have group sex in their life. So this lifestyle catches on and it, it can make you very comfortable um, to explore. So, yeah, so there's room for a lot of different dynamics. There's also room for three people to be in the lifestyle and like look for more. Um, I have gone on a date actually with a couple to the sex club um on looking for more people so because me and this couple have sex a lot as a three-way like couple uh i'm not like you know romantically involved they're just my friends but basically we have sex a lot so we had sex in my apartment and then went to the club to pick up like we were like gonna pick up another woman or we were gonna pick up a couple and have an orgy like this is a talk about fucking swinging okay as a single woman to be able to potentially have sex with five people in the same room on the same night that's swinging i'm a swinger whether these people who you know may have their reservations about that or not i mean you know you know i'm having sex with five people i don't know what you want to call that so anyways um yeah so i hope that that explains that there is room for everybody in this lifestyle there's room for all body types, you know, if you have a micro penis, if you have, you know, a mastectomy scar, if you have, you know, a, you know, a fat pocket or something that has always, you've always been ashamed of. Well, you know what, you're just going to have to fucking thrive with it because everybody is, is there and accepting and you're never going to feel so accepted that you do it. In, in my opinion, in especially a sex club like Oasis Aqualash. Now I have not been all over the world. I can't speak of the sex club vibe everywhere else. But I know that in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, in the sex clubs I've been to, it is an accepting, warm, welcoming community. It's kind of like summer camp for adults. Like, it's like people are excited when they're participating in the lifestyle. Like, they get dressed up for it or, like, you know, like they're on their best, you know, they're having a good night. They're there to have a date night or they're there to have a night out. And uh, for the most part, their phones are down, like their phones are in their locker. So you don't have people, you know, busy, distracted. People are there to socialize. People are there to to watch people. People are there to fuck, man. So, yeah. So that is a basic understanding of the like the preliminary landscape, I would say, or just like I would say, let's do this. It's it's called a mile wide and an inch deep is what I've covered here in terms of what swinging, in my opinion, is. Now. I have been a swinger uh, for a few years now, about three years now, and uh, I found this lifestyle basically, you know, out of necessity when I, when I was just not getting it from single men. Like I was like going on these fucking, you know, Tinder dates or whatever, and like I need connection before I have sex with someone um, to feel attracted to them, right? So I, you know, I don't move that fast to sex. But I was just striking out. I was like, you know, and then you you have a bad date and then you know that you're like at least a few weeks away from your next sex because, you know, you have to start fresh with someone else. Like, you know, so that's just when I, I just needed to try a new way. And uh, I remember when I was like, okay, it's time for me to have a threesome and I don't want to wait for a single man anymore to give me a threesome. And so that's when I decided to go to the sex club in Toronto one day um, in April of 2019 on Unicorn Night, which was a theme night dedicated to couples and single women. And I went and I went sober and alone and I had a threesome and I became a whole fucking new woman. And uh, 
And yeah, so honestly, if you have not checked out my YouTube channel, I hope that you do sometime. It is a uh, chronological, basically, you know, journey of my start into this lifestyle is very naive, new, inexperienced woman. Um, and you'll see me develop over the time into an experienced swinger. So it's pretty cool. Now I'm on, you know, I, I, I actually direct orgies. I help, you know, my friends have gangbangs. Like I have really leveled up in the, in the, in the experience realm there. And I just love sharing my experiences so candidly. And on YouTube specifically, I have fun, sure, but I am not allowed to talk like I normally talk. I like to shock people sometimes with how vulgar I can speak because it usually keeps people listening too, right? Like it's like, you know, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I am having a good time on this podcast. I don't normally sit here and and just chat away, but I'm going to start to extend these in duration as I go. I just have to get my little, you know, feet wet in this podcast world. So I hope that you are on this journey with me. I'm going to introduce you to some concepts of the sex positive lifestyle. We're going to talk about jealousy. We're going to talk about getting over your body image issues and uh, even just like what condom to put on your dick, man. Like we're going to talk about it all. We're going to make you successful. If you, if you listen and, and learn, you won't fumble the ball when it's important. And uh, let me just be the first to say, I have seen the look on many men's faces when you know they finally get their their unicorn me in the example and they're about to have sex and the guy has to put a condom on because like i'm not gonna have sex without a condom and this man has been married for what 20 years he his he hadn't practiced with the condom on and his dick revolted and it happens over and over again and i always feel bad for the guy because it's like he he didn't expect it he didn't expect his dick to not to not hold up right for the condom and uh, so that's why I like to give advice and I like to help uh, to help people because if you can sit at home and not only first of all procure the most craft condom for your dick and what do I mean by that I mean don't fucking waste a good experience on a free condom if you need to you buy what I would say is magnum original just a gold packet magnum original nothing fucking fancy no ribs no fucking scents nothing magnum original it is a little bit bigger than most condoms and i have seen it not let people down even including thicker men uh thicker girth dicks so that's what i mean i like to help i want to give advice i have a, a you know a vault of content already on youtube i also have an explicit fan page uh where i you know i basically provide a lot of content i don't do you know sexual services or things like that on my fan page but you'll see you can see me have sex i mean it's 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 there it's 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 up there so i uh i am excited to see where the podcast goes i am new to podcasting so uh you'll have to bear with me and just expect that i'm going to be different from the rest i'm not going to necessarily have a little jingle or like you know do it the way others do or like maybe even I won't even advertise myself that much and who knows I just know that I am usually a square peg in a round hole and I like it that way and uh you're gonna hear me talk about the lifestyle with that in in you know in in my tone in my vibe so I will swear I will speak much more vulgar as time goes on once I you know get more comfortable with the idea that I'm allowed to because I have felt like I have been a vocal straitjacket on YouTube because I'm not allowed to like talk about, you know, getting fucking railed and my pussy wet, like dripping down some guy's dick. Like I can, I, I won't, I'll get in trouble. I'll get in, 
my, my channel will get in trouble. So I usually say that for my fan page, but I'm like, there's still a lot that I would love to say that is on a podcast. Like I would love to tell some naughty stories and get, you know, really in the details, you know, and, uh, and maybe shock some people with how honest and blunt and true and real I actually am. YouTube is a real reflection of me, sure, but it is a, um, it's a mainstream appropriate one. If you, and, and what's funny about that is most people think that I'm a little like out there, right? I'm not so much mainstream and I agree with you. I'm not. But I have to be good. I have to use letters like D instead of the word dick on YouTube. I can't say my friend got gangbanged. I have to say my friend had a lot of male attention around her. Like it was just like, it's just, I've had to finesse my words for so long that I feel like with a podcast, I'm almost going to have to like do it naked. So I'm constantly reminding myself that I am allowed to be like, you know, unleashed kind of thing. So I hope that you enjoy this. I uh, will be going in a lot of directions. There's going to be a lot of voices that I introduce that are, you know, all their own people, their own experiences in the lifestyle that might be very different from mine. Single men, married men, married couples, whatever, dating couples. I'm going to introduce you to people who have something to say um, about, you know, the, the jealousy and how they overcome it, but also just their own experience, what this lifestyle has done for them. Because I think once you hear almost you, you the listener and somebody else somebody on this side who's normal who sounds normal to you who you're like yeah that just sounds like me then yeah you might find yourself in this lifestyle too and uh don't be afraid of it it's a it's a lovely crowd you never have to do anything you don't want to do you do not have to have sex with anybody you do not want to have sex with in fact i feel safer in the sex positive lifestyle because consent is respected so much i will also be the first to enforce consent uh, for example, you're not allowed to touch people without consent at the sex club, right? So I don't want anybody coming up and putting their arm around me. It's not invited. You have to ask. And sometimes I actually say no, and I have to actually watch men, like, unpeel their hand off me. It's not not a good moment. So for me, I feel much safer being able to, like, you know, float around, tits out, and be like, you know, I'm not worried about a bad touch. Some some guy's going to, like, you know, they grub on me. No, I don't have to worry about that. Maybe at the bar, but like like a normal bar, but like not not the sex positive lifestyle. So there is uh, lots coming. I hope that you stick with me. If you like this kind of content, you're going to have to let me know. You're going to have to review this podcast. Please give it a five star if you think it's worth a five star. And uh, yeah, hopefully the word gets out. Thanks for listening.